Jesse Douglas Smith McGraw, and this is What Moves You with Jesse. I'm a transformative coach on a mission to share an understanding of how our minds work that challenges how we react to life and our thoughts. I love to share stories and common sense ideas that empower you to take charge of yourself in a way that brings immediate and profound change. What I know to be true is that we are all innately healthy and doing our best with the thinking we have available to us on a moment-to-moment basis. And waking up to this will change what moves you. I'm so happy you're here. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to What Moves You with Jesse. I've been mulling over how to begin this intro to today's guest because she has had an incredible impact on my life, spiritually, emotionally, physically, and artistically, as you'll be able to tell by my very emotional start to our interview. (laughs) No surprise there. (laughs) But she is also a legend in the world of dance and entertainment. I am lucky enough to share with you today a mentor not just in my life, but in the lives of an immense amount of working dancers that you see on your stages and screens today, as well as titans in the TV and film industry. Emmy-nominated Helene Phillips. For some of you, you may remember Helene as a dancer herself in the hit music TV show Solid Gold, or the film A Chorus Line, a pivotal film in my life and in so many dancers' lives, with which she made the transition from being a dancer in the film to also moving behind the camera into direction and choreography, which she shares more about in our conversation. Her credits are unending and can be found just by Googling her. (laughs) But to keep it brief, she has choreographed iconic music videos, Francis Ford Coppola and George Lucas handed her the mic when working on a little film you might have heard of titled Captain EO, the largest production of its time featuring Michael Jackson and Angelica Houston that aired in Disneyland for years, as well as choreographing for Madonna's Who's That Girl world tour. She is known as the working dancer's teacher, and as I mentioned already, To say that she has been instrumental in my life would be an understatement. I am so excited to share this incredible woman with you who not only knows dance like it's the air she breathes, but speaks from the heart about life and throws one hell of a Hanukkah party. (laughs) Here is the ever-passionate and incredibly inspiring Helene Phillips. Hi, Helene. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you today? Good. Excited to be here with you. Ugh. So I, I have to say, first and foremost, how honored I am to have you come on. Well, you know, it's, uh, the honor is more mine. You and I have history and, you know, I love that. I love that. Me too. Um before we jump into me asking questions and having you kind of share more about your world and, and all of what I have in mind, 
I want to take this moment to, to let you know, and this is where I could very well get emotional. <laughs> My <laughs> listeners are used to it. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. You've seen me there too. Yes. Um, but I am more than grateful for your role in my life. Um, you have, you were such an, okay, let me get it together. You were such an impactful mentor for me as a dancer. And as I'm sure every single one of your students, mentees, however you want to call it, feel the exact same way that it wasn't just about dance with you. You really, you really show us a different side of life. And that's why I was pulled to want to have you on because, um, not only are we, there are those of us that are lucky enough to be brought underneath your wing, like you brought me under your wing. Um, but you, the way that you teach, even in class on a weekly basis, it is never just about the steps. Right. Right. Ever, ever, ever. Yeah. And it is so impactful. And I know for a fact, you know, the conversations I have had without you around with all of the, all of my different colleagues and all of my different friends from the dance industry and the entertainment industry, because it's not just dancers who've stayed dancers. You know, there's dancers that have gone on to be choreographers, producers, directors, actors, yeah. and you have influenced every single one of them in such a profound way. Um, you were one of the first people that made me actually feel okay about the fact that I went to college before I pursued a dance career. <laughs> wow. You said truly, cause you said over nachos and a margarita one time, you know, you said, Jesse, you are going to know in the, at some point you are going to understand why you did that. Yeah. yeah. And right now I'm in the middle of it. Right. Right. <laughs> no. And I, and I didn't just say it. I believe it, you know, for all of us, you know, whether we know immediately why we're doing what we're doing or whether we're even happy in a moment doing what we're doing, eventually it will prevail. It will show itself to the why, you know, and to be able to try and trust it. That's the hard part, you know, because obviously we don't know what's ahead, which is what we talk about in class. Yes. We don't have control of the what's ahead. Yes. So to speak. And, and we can't worry anymore about what's behind. So it's the same in dance. You know, we have to stick with the move that's in front of us, you know, that's, that's on us. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Thank you for going right into the depth immediately. <laughs> so yeah, true. But I mean, it, it's, um, I wholeheartedly believe in it and, and, um, you know, you know this, and, and a lot of the people that have been in my life know this as well. I, I have also journeyed myself in a way where I've been working on one particular, you know, show forever, forever. And, um, you know, and I just believe that whatever journey, wherever, you know, this is taking me, there's a reason why it's taking me this long or or through these people or through these heartaches, whatever it is, 
you know, I've got to trust it. And then it, in the, in the bigger picture, you know, which I always tell people I have to trust, um, or I just, it's not even trust. It's, um, at the end of the day, do I want to continue and hope and try, or do I want to give up? And I always put it in those terms for myself, whether it's, you know, me pursuing this show or me doing a different show or me just teaching, what is it I want to do or do I want to give up? You know, so like with you, okay, you and I have gone many paths together for your, your journey. Yes. Okay. So this is where it's taken you now. Let's jump into that. Let's not give up. Let's jump into that. And that showed you another color, you know, and things like that. So, you know, I just don't want to give up. And honestly speaking, I don't want to give up on the people that come into my life. Yes. You know, um, I personally feel like sometimes I want something more than some of my students want it. Mm -hmm. But occasionally when I say to them, I haven't given up on you. Maybe go home and think about if you want to give up on you just yet or not, you know, really look in the mirror and go, what do I want? Because if you don't want to give up, I still feel there's a path for you. And it's interesting sometimes how people go, yeah, you know, sort of thinking maybe I'm done, but I don't really want to give up, you know, Yes. or when people, you know, like I'm sure you and I have talked about, um, some people come to me going, ah, I think I'm done with my dance career. And the first thing I ask them is, that's fine, but why? Is it because you're not working? Is it because you're frustrated? You know, let's have an honest conversation of the why. Yes. Because if you are just fed up, like, you know, like a thousand years ago, I, I had a great career and I was very lucky. And I say that I was very lucky. And while I'm in A Chorus Line, the movie, I, which Jeffrey just said, come, right? I didn't have to audition. I was just, you know, done. I was done and I wasn't happy. And I quit in the middle of it. And that quitting in the middle of it got me like a million mi miles ahead. But yeah. when I quit in the middle of it, I had no idea. All I knew was, this sucks. I'm not happy. And it's not because I didn't get something I wanted. And it's not because nobody knows my worth. You know, um, it was, I'm just not happy here anymore. And I've got to listen to that. You know, I actually, this is a perfect bridge because my first question to you was yeah. going, can you share a little bit about your your um your experience as a dancer and choreographer yeah so okay. we'll share more about that but i before we lose this thought i knew that you had left a chorus line you, yeah. you know in the middle of the project but i don't know if i actually associated it with you feeling like you were done yeah i mean i like i said i had a really great career so um you know and i live i have lived my life um if you visualize a, a ladder and for Helene, it was like, I have to keep climbing. Yes. I'm always trying to climb. So 
I had done the TV and I'd done the series and I had done this and I'd done the, you know, I've done, I did it all. And now I'm in another film and I had already done like four films and I'm not negating it or minimalizing. I mean, I'm grateful. Yes. But um, the reality of doing a movie is you get up at like four or five in the morning and they put you somewhere. And in this case, it was a basement of a theater and they throw bagels and donuts and, you know, and, and you sit there and maybe at three in the afternoon, they call the dancers up on set, you know, and fine. It's a dancer's life. All good. But I was, I can't even tell you honestly if it was that that drove me nuts. I just, without even knowing what my body was telling me, my body was definitely saying, move on. Whether it was depression, I hate this, you know, I've done there, been there, done that, there's no magic, whatever it felt like on the outside, my body was saying, you're done. Yeah. And, you know, and, and that was like the best move I could have ever done because weeks later, Jeffrey Hornaday, the choreographer, called me back to assist. And that was my first time behind the camera. That's right. Yeah. Yes. And, and it was an amazing, spiritual, fulfilling, everything experience I could have ever had. You know, so, and crazy all at the same time. But, you know, my life shifted like that, you know, because I listened to me. That's it. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, thinking about, I was kind of reflecting on, on, on when I decided to shift gears going from dance to being an agent, um, what that looked like. I don't, I, we didn't have a conversation about it now that I think about it because it's such a, it was one of those exactly like what you're saying, where you get a full, just full body information. Yeah. And when the idea was presented to me by my agent at the time and not to do it then (laughs) she just, just, she just was throwing it out there. Hey, just in case you've never thought about it, you would make a great agent in the future. Well, for whatever reason, just, I mean, for the next three days, colors were brighter in my life Yeah, because it just was like, oh, that's what I'm, that's it now. Yeah. And it, and it, you know, and, you know, I look back on it and it's quite shocking to the system. I went from (laughs) walking, you know, 50,000 steps a day as a waitress and auditioning and dancing with you to sitting for 12 hours a day, yeah, you know? Yeah. So it was, it was quite the shock to my own system. And, and how the world perceives Jesse shifts yeah. immediately. Yeah. You know, and everything shifts, you yeah. know, that, that's what, you know, like in a chorus line, I'm just a dancer and I don't mean to say just a dancer, but you know, I'm one of many dancers and nobody knows your name and really nobody gives a shit. Just do what you're supposed to do. And then all of a sudden I come back as an assistant and um, like you said, yeah, colors shift. I have, you know, ADs going, Helene, what do you think? You know, and it went from, you know, oh my God, someone cares about what I think, you know, and, um, and just, you know, and then and I'll shut up about a course line, but I came back and no one knew what had transpired. So I come back, 
I'm in a rehearsal hall. I'm sitting talking to all my friends, not really telling anybody why I'm back. So they're just assuming I'm back. I'm dancing. I'm with them. I'm on the floor talking. And, and then out of nowhere, the first AD goes on a mic, Helene, you want to get started? And you heard this hush. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you know. <laughs> And I was like, sure, you know, and all of a sudden I'm looking at all my peers and I'm on a mic and they're looking at me and it was surreal. It was surreal. But all I thought about looking at everybody is um, I'm home. I'm home. No one gives a shit about what I look like, what my body looks like. Someone's asking me questions about what I think you know, dancers, because you know, like in class, yes. let's all listen to Helene, listen <laughs> to Helene, I know. <laughs> you know and, and all of a sudden I was like, oh, this is perfect. <laughs> yes. You know, it, yes. Was, it was quite a moment for me in my career. Yes. So just to do a quick, going back a little bit further, yeah. um, what, what pulled you to want to be a dancer as a profession? Yeah, you know, I was I was the girl that uh, I think my story will will resonate with every dancer. Um, I was like the three year old that mommy and daddy said dance, you know, for for your grandfather. And I have no memory of any of this. And um, so uh, I would. And apparently everyone went, wow, you're so good. <laughs> you know, I probably wasn't. And then around seven or eight, I started the ballet classes uh, like twice a week. And um, I do have memories of the ballet teacher saying like, Helene, go over there. And the other dancers go over there. And then I would do something across the studio and then they would do something. Now I'm saying this in retrospect that I probably knew how to do it. Like everybody watch Helene. But at seven or eight, you're not thinking that. You're just thinking, okay, I go over there and do it. You know, and then I'll try and just do this real quick. And then around 11 or 12 at another studio, they made a class, actually a whole sort of, you know, I don't know what you call it, like a, a series of just me and another girl. Her name was Gladys. And we did ballet and we did point work and and it was just like every day was just me and her that they created this whole situation for. Wow. And, and then I wrote about this on Facebook recently. Well, not recently, but a couple of years ago. Um, then one day, the teacher, who was kind of a dick, um, she said, um, here's two pages of um, the terminology. So it said, you saw the French word. And then you saw the phonetic, how you say it, and then the meaning. And she said, by next week, learn it. And, you know, and I'm going to test you on it. So I never went back. <laughs> <laughs> Can I swear on this? I mean, it was like, fuck yes. that. You know, I mean, it was just, I, I went home. I was like, I'm not doing that. And to this day, if you know me in class, which you do, I'll be like, do one of these and one of these kumquats. And, you know, this is true. You know, I still don't really know my shit when it comes to that. So, um, <laughs> so from like 12 to around 16 or 17, all I did was folk dance, that other part of my life that like no one knows about. And, and nightly or like four times a night or four times a week or whatever, I would folk dance. 
And that's all I did. And then around 17, I got back into class, blah, blah, blah. Went to UCLA, was a dance major, did one year. That was like, fucked. I, you know, they told me jazz is not a form of dance. Quit college without telling my parents, did a normal job for like six months. I'm trying to do this really fast. I love it. You're doing great. Took all my money from those six months and flew myself to London where I was going to train as a dancer. So now I'm 18, still 18, because all this happens fast. Yeah. From college to quitting to six months to go. Okay. And um, I don't know where I got that idea. Only like an eight-year-old thinks these things. <laughs> but, yeah, anything's possible. Yeah, I got a bus pass. I got an apartment. Um, I went to a studio called Pineapple, which is in London. And um, I started training in the, it was called Mathematics, which is a person's name. And Mathematics was, and I kind of do this a little bit myself. Um, one side of you does one rhythm. The other side of you does another rhythm. Wow. Drumming on your body. Oh my God. That makes so much sense as to why your choreography is yeah. so difficult. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that with your folk dance past, I'm sure. But yeah. yeah. So yeah. I turned 19 in London. Um, quickly, I'm thinking two thoughts, and this is just 18 going on 19. I'm thinking I could probably teach you guys this stuff. You know, after I learned it immediately, I'm thinking, Oh, I could probably teach you guys that. And I knew that that wasn't a good thought at my age. And then my other thought was I'm not getting the training that I'm supposed to be getting. Mind you, I have no idea what I'm supposed to be getting. I just feel like this isn't it. Interesting. So, so my best friend comes and visits me. We both stay till our money runs out. And then I go back to LA. I go back to Dupre Dance Academy, which was like the spot before Edge or all that. And um, I see up on the bulletin board, you know, there used to be bulletin boards <laughs> a long time ago. And um, it had a sign saying um, audition for scholarship. So I went to my parents and I begged them to pay for as many classes as they could afford, hoping that people will get to know me. And sure enough, one of the teachers came up to me, Dolores Terry, and, and said, honey, you know, um, we're having this audition for scholarship. If you want, you should come. And of course, I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> okay. You know, <laughs> shock, shock, shock. And, um, and I got it. And um, so there were four girls and four guys. And um, so for a year straight, I went from a quarter to nine in the morning till 10 at night, six days a week. I worked in the boutique for them because it's all for free. So you had to work for them. He had us mowing his lawn, painting his house, working in the boutique. We had to assist the teachers. Um, it was full on. And then I... Um, and trust me when I say, because I know a lot of listeners will, will relate to this. My best friend was uh, Wancha McIntyre. If Wancha's listening, you know, I adore you and the most talented dancer in the world. And um, she and I, let's just say, didn't look anything like the dancers of our generation. And the two of us used to like go, how are we going to do this? You know, that's not like, how Edge introduced agents and did a, a showcase and 
just did all kinds of things to help you out the door. Um, I don't think anyone even said goodbye to us. Wow. So her and I were just like, the two of us don't look anything like this generation, you know, but we both figured it out. And the only thing that I tell everybody that I did was I did every job I could, whether it was $1.99 or it paid well, as long as I was dancing. And I started to work immediately. And let me tell you, they were just shit shows. Um, not shit shows. I hate to say that because I adored all the people I worked for. But money wise, yes, really wasn't like, you know, but, you know, enough money where I slowly was able to fend for myself. But, you know, just not a lot of money for a while. But yes. all those gigs led me to my career for sure. So before you mention, kind of give us some highlights of what you've done. What I want to take a moment of pause around is you absolutely followed. Cause what I talk a lot about on here is our own inner wisdom. That is, that is, you know, we could call it the inner voice, sure. uh, you know, the quiet voice. Um, some people might call it God, you know, yeah, right, right. you know, it, it's the different power. Yeah. Or, but that just that, that deeper intelligence that's constantly talking to us, that's like an inner GPS that's really moving us along. Yeah. And um, what oftentimes people get caught up into that, you know, I always point to like kids have this down. They don't even have their little concept maker online yet to go to assess and go, should I, or shouldn't I, they just go. That's right. And it sounds to me like Helene, that you truly, you just, you really stayed close to your wisdom that entire, yeah. that entire time. Yeah, no, 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 for sure. Cause one of my first jobs, actually, I think it, well, I don't know, around one of my first jobs was, um, a company called catnap and company and all with a K catnap and company. With K. And, and <laughs> it was great. I mean, she, she trusted that I would figure it out, which I appreciate. And she just trusted that I would get there. She was a person with my long hippie brunette hair saying, what the hell is that? And, you know, she's the reason that I got it cut into something like I have. And, wow. And, and the whole thing. So we did, you know, back then it was um, clubbing, discos. And, yeah. and just like uh, Cherry Boom Boom or, you know, all those, all those groups, Yes. We did the same thing. And we'd go to discos and in the middle we'd perform and get like 50 bucks for the night or maybe even 75, you know, and <laughs> oh my God, you know, okay. <laughs> and so we did that for a while. And then all of a sudden we got a gig in Vegas at the Sahara and we did four shows a night in the lounge and um, they were like half hour shows. And it was great. I mean, I think I got 300 a week. I mean, I was just like, oh my God, this is amazing. And some, and I wasn't even 21 yet. And somewhere in that, again, like I had said further down the line with the chorus line, same thing, or, or even like, I'm going to go to London or I'm done with London. Same thing. I just thought, um, there's more for me out there in my career. And I have no idea what it is, but there is. Um, like, I'll tell you a quick little story. Um, 
you know, so now we have, what are, what are they called? Like, so you think you can dance and America's got talent and all these kinds of things. And then years and years and years ago was star search. And then years and years and years before star search, there was um, ABC presents tomorrow's stars. ABC is channel seven. Yes. And catnap and company was on as contestants. Ah. ABC presents tomorrow stars, which I was on with my, boots and our capes that we twirled and the whole thing. And, um, and I'll never forget the reason I tell you this is, um, so we're doing a dress rehearsal and picture I'm like on stage left in the wings, you know, catnap and company. Now back in the day, all shows kind of variety esque started with a dance number Mm -hmm. dancers back in, you know, before my time, they went from one, you know, TV special to dance series to, I mean, it was like an incredible time for dancers. And really Solid Gold was the end of that era. Oh. But so, so, you know, professional dancers started the show and we're at a rehearsal. So all the profession, professional dancers are stage right in the wings and I'm the contestant stage left. And I'm standing there looking at all the professional dancers. And all I'm thinking is, I'm supposed to be over there. I am not supposed to be over here. Wow. And I remember that like it was yesterday. Yeah. And then segue to our gig in Vegas, which was months. And, you know, and then somewhere towards the end of that gig, I remember sitting down with Catnap in the lobby of the hotel. And I just went, you know, I have no idea what's ahead of me, but I feel it's time for me to move on. You know, and I had no gig, but can I, can I ask you, do you remember, did that feel like something that you true, like the way that I'm hearing it from you is that you just, you heard it from inside of you. You felt that full body feeling of like, okay, I'm done here. Yeah. And you honored it. Did you ever get caught up in yourself around why you've got a regular gig. Why would you give up on this? Like, do you remember having any kind of question um, judgment of yourself at all? No, um, I did not. I, I did. Um, after I make my rash <laughs> quick decisions, <laughs> which I make all the time, <laughs> I, I do have like really Helene, you know, now what? But after the move, after the move, interesting, after the move, like when I decided to be done with dance and start teaching and I wanted to start choreographing it always at the same time, I made a conscious move. um, And it's kind of also a sign of the times because things are different now than they used to be. But um, I made a conscious move to go. I can't perform anymore because people have to start looking at me as a teacher or as a choreographer. Mm -hmm. And I felt like they can't keep looking at me as a dancer because they won't start thinking of me as a choreographer, you know? So, um, and I say it's different now because now it's, it's this world of how many followers you have and it's just different. It's just completely different. But back then you had to present whatever you needed to present. It was a very, Person to person, what you see is what you get kind of town. Yeah. So I remember clearly, you know, because I'm just like, and here I go. I'm going to make a reel. And um, 
I'm going to begin. And all my peers are still working as dancers and they're still getting, you know, good salaries doing their SAG gigs and they're that. And I'm teaching, you know, a dollar 99. And then I'm putting a reel together. So that costs some money, you know, and thank God all these dancers that are still my best friends um, that were in it are just doing it out of the goodness of their heart, you know, but I had lots and lots of moments of like, what the F are you doing? Cause I'm hardly paying my bills because of a decision I made and yay, I'm trying to choreograph. And what am I doing? Oh, nothing. <laughs> this is so good. You know, and all, you know, and all my friends are working. So that was, um, you know, not so easy for sure to get through that. Yeah. You know, and then I slowly started to choreograph. I mean, um, even now, and, you know, stop me if you don't want to go into this, but so then life goes on and I start having kids and my dad gets very sick and, and life happens. And I make all these conscious efforts of, I don't want to miss a moment of my kid's life. Um, when my dad's in chemo at the hospital, I want to be there and sit with him for four hours and, you know, all these things. And I'm grateful that I did all that, but I pulled out from the world completely, you know, other than teaching, I pulled out, I just stopped. And, um, and then I made a conscious effort. Okay. If I go back, I'm going back trying to do my own gigs Just like when I pulled out going, okay, now I want to choreograph. And I sort of have the same feeling like, yay me a little bit, but you know, I'm working on things and if they go or they don't, I'm pursuing my dreams. Yes. And that feels better to me, you know, and if there are consequences to that, so be it. But, you know, I'm making my own decisions on my own life. Yes. yes. I fully believe in the mistakes as much as the, the, the gain. I would rather fuck up, but then I can say it's my fuck up. (laughs) Right. And then if I say to somebody, help me, well then, okay, then I want to listen and, you know, have someone help me. But if I'm not going around saying, help me, then I just want y'all to shut the fuck up and let me go. Yeah. You know, and if I'm going down the right, wrong path, so be it. So be it. I mean, you know, because it's not like when I say wrong path, it's not like I'm strung out on drugs or, you know, I'm just talking about my career, my well-being, my, you know, that's why I'm still dancing because it's like breathing to me. I love it so much. I, I, you know, I worry about the day when my body goes and you're done, you know, I don't know if it will. Cause you've kept your joints lubed for so many years. I'm, a, <laughs> I'm determined, you know, to uh, defy that gravity a bit, you know? Um, well, and you know, and I understand that because I left, I did not dance for, um, you know, what I went into the agency at 30. So you know, six years it was. Yeah. Cause I only went yeah. back to you this year Yeah. So for six years. I, I didn't dance. And I remember when I had, I was, you know, 
you know, oh, during the pandemic, I was incredibly busy with clients. Um, and it was wonderful. I, I love to help. So it fills me up. But yeah. I remember going on a walk one day and being like, I just feel like something's missing. Yeah. And <laughs> I mean, you know, people who look at my life, they, it, they probably go like, are you kidding? That's so obvious what's missing. <laughs> you know. <laughs> But this, you know, I remember I went on a walk up my street and I just got curious about it. You know, I kind of let my mind wander and I yeah. just thought, what is missing? And I mean, it didn't take much instantly. It was Helene. You, you, you haven't danced. You've got to get back in class. Yeah. yeah. And of course I just had a moment of instant fear of God. Do I even know, do I have two left feet now? Do I even know how to do that? Yeah. But it, but it wasn't enough to stop me. It was like a thought that brought in this like shiver inside my body of like, right. Oh God, do you still know how? But it, I, it was a, again, one of those moments of colors are brighter because yeah. I just, yeah. Oh, my, my mood lifted. And everyone I told from my husband to my best friends, I'm going, you know, I emailed Helene, I'm going to be back in class. And they, a couple of my girlfriends were brought to tears because oh. they, they know how important, yeah. you, know, you know, your class dancing in general, and you are like a lifeline to me, no pressure. But, you know. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I, you know, and, and watching you in class just, you know, makes me smile because you're like the animal out of the cage. You know, you're just, um, there's no judgment. You know, we all go through a moment of, especially in our kind of career as dancers, there's so much judgment. And I say that to people all the time. Um, I don't use the word judgment, but it, I said, you have to understand being a dancer is a career of being watched. Yes. 24 seven, whether it's your dance teacher or at the audition or in the gig, you've yeah. got to get used to someone watching you and someone maybe not liking what you're doing or liking who you are or liking what you look like, or, you know, it yeah. comes with it and you've got to, you know, how are you going to keep going inside it? You know? Yes. And that's when I tell people, and I'm not trying to be humble at all. I say, um, as soon as I stopped dancing professionally, I think that's when my dancing got great. Yes. You know? So it's like when you came back and all of a sudden Jesse's there for Jesse. Yes. And it was like, holy shit, you know? Yes. It's going, yes. you know, green lights on, you know? So we all, you know, cause I'll be with students that are 20 years old and hardly have begun and want to stop because it's too much. And I get it. And I did when we have those talks and we have to sort of soul search, you know, and I have that same conversation of, do you love to dance? And they all go, yes. I'm like, okay, so whatever happens, let's not try and take that away from your heart right now. Let's see if we can navigate this. So all that pressure isn't on you, you know, just like sort of how we navigated you for a while. Yeah. You know, okay, this is getting frustrating, but then someone said this to you. Okay, let's investigate, you know. Yes. Yes. Think about that. So, you know, 
we never want to take away what feeds our soul. You know, so many of the kids that take from me um, either have their career or are not interested in that career, or they're like, you know, famous, like you said, producers and directors and creators, and they just need something to feed their soul. Yep. You know, in fact, and I won't mention names, but if she's listening, she'll know exactly who I'm, that I'm talking about her. But there's this girl in class that's an amazing dancer and she doesn't want to dance. And, and um, I mean, you know, she's got this full, incredible producing career. And, um, but she tries so hard in class, which just makes me so happy. But there's parts of her body that aren't dancing like the rest of her body is. And so even, you know, in class yesterday, I said, as soon as we figure out all of you moving, then all of you is going to be participating everywhere in your life. You know, you're, you're shutting off parts of you and we need to open up all of you to open up all of you everywhere. You know? Oh my God, Helene, you just gave her 10 years of therapy in one line. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, but it's true. You know, um, we are, how do you describe it? We are whole. We, we don't just dance with our muscles. We dance with all of ourselves. We don't just, you know, go to the market with our muscles, you know, or we don't just, I don't know. You understand what I'm saying? It's yeah. all of us. Yes. If our, if our back is hurting, it's not just muscular, it's emotional. It's all of it. That's why some of us, when we go to the chiropractor or to the therapist, we start bawling our eyes out because they're opening shit up. Or if we go and talk to Jesse, you know, all of a sudden we're all crying because, you know, or like how we started this, you know, yes, this session, you know, we have to deal with ourselves as a whole. But the good news is, um, and I think what keeps me here wherever here is, is I'm always saying to my students, and you know this, from the inside out, from the inside out, if you're not inside a move, you're out. You don't want to be out. Okay. So if we stay inside ourselves with life, if we maybe don't look in a mirror as often, if we don't necessarily trust what social media says, if we just stay with ourselves and how does this feel? Well, I can be 20 years old as long as I want. I can be creative as long as I want. I can dance as long as I want because I'm not going to listen to the noise of Helene, you're supposed to be retired. Helene, you're supposed to be this. Helene, you, you've worked on this show for so long. Give the, that shit up. You know, I'm not going to listen to the noise. I'm going to stay from the inside out. I'm going to stay with how does this feel and I'll move forward. And if I, if I die without getting everywhere I want, well, so be it, you know, on my tombstone, I'll go, well, she tried <laughs> fuck all the rest of you. You know? <laughs> you know, I mean, what else can we do? You know, I'm in class and you know, cause you're in class. I'm trying to beat it out just like everybody else. You know, with my good days and my bad days and my hurting and, you know, like, weren't you there when I got my booster? 
Yes. You know, and I'm like, like an idiot, you know, <laughs> like in a whole nother world. And I'm not lifting my left hand, you know, but fuck it. I'm there. I'm and there. You were still, you were still dancing while we were stretching. You were still doing your, your folk dance right all around <laughs> us. Like you do. <laughs> you know, so, you know, everybody listening, it's just like, stop the fucking noise. Stop yeah. the noise. Yeah. Whether you're a big person or a little person or a smart person or a dumb person or, or whatever, just move forward with how it feels for you. Stop looking in the fucking mirror. Stop listening to social media about how we're supposed to be. Yes. And just start being. And, you know, and I guarantee people will respond. Yes. And your world will, will open up, you know. Um, yes, my world still takes me in, you know, and I don't think they're thinking about how old I am or any of that. They're just going to take me in because I'm throwing it out, you know, so there's just too much noise. It sounds to me, what I'm getting from you is the most important relationship that one could have is with themselves. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, how many times have we heard and probably the world has heard, you know, to love someone else, you have to love yourself, you know, um, but understand that I don't look in the mirror necessarily and go, wow, you rock, you know, <laughs> that's so not me. <laughs> and even in class, you know, as much as everyone thinks I'm looking straight ahead, I'm not eyeballing me at all. You know, I mean, that like sounds like a horror film to me. <laughs> but I do trust the me within. Yeah. That's the person that I move forward with, the me within. You know, if anyone that's listening has had anyone pass away on them, um, you know, my favorite person in life, my father. Um, it's, and I, it was just me and him when he died. And, and uh, the minute he passed on, you know, I saw it, uh, he's gone. My father was gone. And you, you see right away that this thing that's in front of everybody, this, you know, face and body is a, is a costume. Yes. And you see it right away when you go through something like that. And I know a lot of your listeners are probably too young, fortunately, to, you know, have that experience. But um, then you go, oh, I get this. Yeah. Not about this. Yes. No, it's, the, it's what's inside that will move me forward. You yes. know, and how much faith in myself and how much soul can I bring to, to dance and how much love can I bring to people that I know and how much knowledge can I bring to the dance world or, or hope, you know, um, that's gold. And I'm not saying I'm gold. I'm saying for anybody to move forward like that, that's the gold. Yeah. Not, not this outside nonsense. Yes. You know, um, you know so, um, yeah. <laughs> no, that's fantastic. I, I have, I'm quiet inside because it's just, it's what happens when truth is being spoken, you know, and I know that everyone listening and, and, and to your point of having young listeners, I actually have 
quite a wide range. There's even people uh, on the older end too. So nice. I know that there are people that are really relating to what you're talking about. And it's, um, it's, it, it allows for people to feel quiet inside when they hear truth being spoken from somebody else, when it's, um, coming from such certainty from your own life experience. Right. Yeah. And, um, I, I feel that way. I feel that way so strongly now with how I see this operating system inside. That's something, you know, it was kind of the thing, the bell. I already kind of knew of just in general, I had you on my list of, of dream people to have on the podcast, but I remember what pushed me to go, okay, ask her today was you had actually said, you know, this an inside out job. You said that in class. And I know I've heard you say it a million times, but I heard it in a deep way that day. Yeah. And that's what I'm always talking about with folks on, on here and with clients is we are creating so much experience inside of ourselves that looks real. And until you wake up to the fact that you have, you are the thinker, you know, you are the one creating problems, but you also are the one that's the problem solver. So, you know, so it's, it's like, what do you want to, to your point and and what I'm hearing from your own life experience of the actual timeline of your life with things, it's like, where do you want to put your energy? Uh-huh. You know, if if you get caught up in the stories in your mind, then it then you limit your experience, you know, yeah. it stops you. Yeah. You and know, you, yeah, absolutely. And if you get if you just get caught up in what what the world, you know what are they thinking of me and how am I supposed to be and how am I supposed to look? And, you know, and, and dancers, um, we, we need on some level to think that it's, you know, we're in a, as a performer, it's a, it's a visual world, you know, and, and, you know, as well as, you know, you know, firsthand, you know, that when dancers come to me and I'm all about, you know, let's brand you and let's, you know, and Jesse put the scarf on your wrist and, you know, the whole thing. Um, I'm not, you know, uh, I don't disregard any of that. I I know what's real. Yeah. Or or, or I, I know the games that are out there. Yes. But, you know, let's play them understanding that that's the game and this is who I am. Yes. So it's like what I tell people in class, if I do something and it's very sexy, right? Well, you know, I'm also telling everybody I'm not that person. Yeah. I don't leave you guys after class and, and, you know, go to a strip club and, and I, and I've been married, you know, I've been with the same guy since, you know, I was crawling. So, you know, (laughs) it's, it's, it's just the profession. Yeah. You know, if I have to be an asshole on stage, I don't need to be an asshole off stage. Yes. They don't go hand in hand. So, you know, a lot of people get caught up and get caught up. And then these days the whole world gets caught up and I have a million followers. So, wow, I must be, I must be all that, you know? So there's, there's so many things going on, but, you know, getting back to, all the people out there that need some help and need some guidance and are giving up and are sad, you know, those are the people that I'm always wanting to say, okay, take a breath, let yourself be sad today. 
You know, I get depressed like everyone else. I have days I wake up and I'm just like, can I just start crying right now? Yes. You know, and you know, those days you wake up going, who the fuck are you fooling here? You know, take your dogs on a walk and peace out, you know. But um, I allow myself that bit of, you know, violin playing. And then the next day or that afternoon, I, I get myself going. But, um, you know, don't let anyone, don't let all that noise get in your way. Yes, yes, yes. You know, just go with you. Just, just move forward with you. Yes. And, and the rest will work itself out. And you'll find people like we found each other and, yes. and you've done things for me that you don't even, that you're not even aware of on a loving level, you know? So we all help each other. Maybe it's quiet, maybe it's loud, but find the people that you can move forward with and the people that get in the way of that, then, then they have to be moved aside. Yes. You don't have to say, fuck you. They're just like, you make a right turn, I'll make a left turn, you know? <laughs> exactly. You know, um, like when I teach, I feel like I create a room of more love. Absolutely, you do. You know, and, and stuff like that. I don't want the attitude in that room. Yeah. Or, you know, or anything. Even if, a, even if the dancers come that do every gig, they know they're there to love dance and to work hard and, and the not, there's no nonsense. Yes. Yes. Like that. But, um, yeah. God, God, I had a whole list of questions that we kind of touched on naturally, but we, there's other things. I mean, I could talk to you for 10 hours, but we're, we're, we're here already. Well, I can come back and whatever you want. To yes, exactly. <laughs> so I always ask one question at the end of every interview, but before I do that, yeah. For anybody that's interested, whether they're dancers that would like to, to, to come join you, or if there's folks out there that would love to just get to know you more, yeah. where can people find you? Yeah. Well, um, for sure, Instagram me, it's uh, Helene underscore Phillips. Great. And um, you'll probably see my blonde curly hair. And, yeah. and um, um, you can see all of my life, even things, you know, as an older dancer, I've worked and, and my, my career and, and pretty much I keep that as my career. So I would love, you know, obviously the more followers, the better. And then I have a, I created an IG series called dance dish and, um, and it's great. And it, you know, choreographers and dancers and, um, you know, uh, come on and they tell their dishy stories you know, Marty Kudelka was just on. He told everybody how he started with Justin Timberlake, you know, choreographing. And and, um, and now we have a live audience. Yeah. So um, just, just type in Dance Dish to Instagram and then click follow and, and you'll see all of that. Um, yeah. And that's pretty much. And then I teach. So if you're interested, um, it's Monday, Wednesday, Friday in North Hollywood. So just... Uh, direct message me and um and I'll put you on my email list and every week I email you know which you know so just reach out to me that way and I'll get you on the email that's fantastic and I I will I have 
um, big kudos for dance dish. It is so satisfying. Uh, if think, even for people who, who maybe don't even know much about entertainment or the dance industry, the stories are so, so fun and enjoyable because it's yeah. just, you learn, you know, little nooks and crannies of all these different artists and jobs and, and then, also, you know, just also learning people's, their own journeys for their things. Own journeys, always yeah. enjoyable. Always. And it's kind of amazing because our last um, episode was Sean Cheeseman who choreographs for So You Think You Can Dance. And he got real serious. He used Dance Dish as a platform to talk about his experiences on So You Think. And it was, it was like a very serious conversation that needed to be had. Wow. So grateful that um, he used Dance Dish to tell the world. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So for sure, um, you know, maybe even your viewers, your listeners have stories of their own. They should come tell me. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, or be in the audience. Yeah, it's, it's really, please, please look for it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God, fantastic. Okay, last question. Here we go. Helene Phillips, what moves you? Oh, gosh. Um, There's usually a long pause, so don't worry if you take a minute to bother. Oh, it just makes me cry. Yep, and it also makes everybody cry, so good. That's great. <laughs> yeah, no, um, what moves me? Um, well, the, the obvious, um, not so deep answer is sound. Uh, music. I mean, music. You know, I can have a bad day and hear a song and be okay. So, but it's powerful. Music is everything to me. Um, and then I think, um, I think um, my, my um, drive, <laughs> which, you know, I don't want it to sound um, narcissistic narcissistic or something, but, um, what moves me most is, um, my passion to move, whether it's in dance or just forward in, in life, whether it's, I want to make a great dinner or a great Hanukkah party. <laughs> um, what moves me is moving my world forward and everybody in it. Um, um, it's hard to explain, but it's this powerful, you know, knock at my door to keep moving forward. And I guess it's everybody in my world that helps me do it, you know, and, you know, and I mean, my students, I think from my first day of teaching, you know, and you're included in that's my students that, talk to me after class and, you know, come to class. They move me. They keep me alive. And I think that all of that is, keeps me here. You know, none of it is negated. Anybody who stays after class and talks to me is, is gold, you know, and keeps my heart beating, you know? So I think that's, I think that's what moves me. <laughs> that's a good fucking answer. 
Yeah. Uh, Helene Phillips. Thank you for that because it's, it's, um, it makes a hell of a lot of sense because it's just reciprocated. It's just such a love that you put out that we can't help but give it back. Thank you. Yeah. And thanks for, for me for this. It's, you know, I'm honored that, that you asked me. So thank you for that. Of course. So proud watching you grow and and find the Jesse within and all that. Yeah. It's something to watch. Oh God. Thank you so much. As my mom would say, which is what my grandmother would say, mutual admiration society. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Absolutely. We're in this together. Yeah. Well, thank you so much again. And thank you also for being open to coming back on in the next seasons. If that that feels right, because I feel like I could go in 10 more different directions. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yours always. Amazing. Okay. Thank you so much. And I will talk to you soon and see you soon. All right. Send you and everyone listening. Be well. Thank you so much. Yes. Love you, Helene. Talk to you soon. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to What Moves You with Jesse. Let's stay connected. You can find more ideas and strategies on being human on my Instagram at What Moves You with Jesse. Sign up for my newsletter or learn more about working with me at What Moves You with And please rate and review the show and let us know what you think and what resonated. I read every single review, they mean so much to me. You can also call in on our hotline with your thoughts on what resonated there too. It is always live at 818-646-JESS. That's 818-646-JESS. What Moves You with Jesse is produced by Mike McGraw and Tinker City Music. Now, let's take a deep breath and give ourselves permission to live in this moment for what truly moves you.